Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Behind the Group podcast. I am DJ Keel. And I am Basil Barrington, and we are back with another film review. This time, we're going to talk about Agent Game. This is an H. I saw this on Showtime. I'm sorry. I saw it on Showtime. This is Mel Gibson, mm-hmm. Jason Isaac. I mean, there were some some heavy hitters in here, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a decent cast. Like, I've mm-hmm. seen pretty much everybody in this movie before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it was like, uh, at least the main actors. I've seen everybody, the main actors before. Yeah, this was uh, it was a, it was a very interesting movie. I thought. Um, I mean, it mm-hmm. obviously wasn't a great bang 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 movie. It sort of uh, um, ended the same way it started, which makes me think that there will be a sequel. Um, They're definitely trying to make a sequel out of this movie. Yeah, for sure. Like, and scary. I was reading up um on Mel Gibson. He made six films in twenty twenty two. <laughs> that is crazy. Six. That is crazy. And you know what I noticed of about all six of these films? They're about mm-hmm. an hour and a half, one hour and forty minutes. So he gets it. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> he gets it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Hey, he's like, get to it. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's get to it. <laughs> so what'd you think about Agent Game? Uh, there's parts of it I really liked, and there's mm-hmm. other parts of it that I was like, ah, come on. I think that uh, the screenwriters, I they think they've only done like a little bit of work. They're not like seasoned veterans, whatever, from the game. Yeah. And so the the things I liked, I liked the acting. Acting was solid. Like, it was yeah. really good acting in mm-hmm. it. Story was decent. Um, one of the biggest issues I had was the the way they presented the story was kind of confusing. Like, it, you, weren't, you weren't exactly sure who's who and where they are in time. Overall, I think the movie was good, but I think that um, – it was a little bit of the editing was kind of uh, the way they presented it. It was like out of order and it was slightly mm. more confusing than it needed to be. And, you know, like there's only a few directors that could do the nonlinear thing. Like, you know, Christopher Nolan, mm. Quentin Tarantino, yeah. like they can do the nonlinear thing and it's fine. No issue. Like mm-hmm. Tenet was all out of, out of whack. Oh, uh, you know, Ooh. yeah. Like, there's a bunch of movies like that. You're like, okay, well, the good, good directors can do that and still keep you following along especially if you watch it twice, but like they're, the way they shot it was unnecessary. This could have been just a straightforward and order type thing. Yeah. And I think the storyline would have worked better for it. What yeah. would you think of the movie though? I wasn't mad at this movie, man. There was some things that, um, mm-hmm. I, I love a good, um, rogue black ops movie, you know? Um, and mm-hmm. you know what happens in these rogue black op movies? Everyone has to go. Yeah, everyone's everyone's got to go. <laughs> Top secret. Everyone has to go, dude. You know, so it's just like, okay, yeah, you were this person's right hand man, and Mm -hmm. but once this stuff goes haywire, you got to go, right? So I wasn't Mm -hmm. mad at this movie. It was fun to watch. It was short enough that you could actually get through Mm -hmm. it. I watched it like you know, I just sat down and watched it. The story wasn't that bad at all. Um, it it moved along. There were straightforward. You know, because like, what what is the mm-hmm. budget for this movie? I, I'm kind of curious. I couldn't about find that. it, like, you know. But and I don't even, had, th- I don't even think this is Mel Gibson's uh, production company. No, no, I think that the whoever the writers are and the director, I think that they're the guys that put this thing on. But it's uh because the thing about it, like they had decent sets, like a helicopters. Mm-hmm. They they had a Learjet. They had a the, warehouse. They, the they drove stuff to DC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, you if you've been to DC, like you know what that street is. Like they were, they were. It was they like were, authentic. There were some mm-hmm. parts of it that looked like 
Well, presumed, yeah. it, it was presumed to be D.C., but I was like, that's not in D.C. That's not in D.C. Mm-hmm. That's not in D.C. Now, um, I don't, I've, I've never been to Augusta, so I don't know what that looks like. But um, And the other I've thing been. is, is, yeah. <laughs> is Tyler Perry's compound, is it so big that it also, like, encompasses parts of Augusta, <laughs> you know? So it's just like, I'm, hey, I'm not sure. You know? <laughs> I'm not sure I mean, exactly. He doesn't even have to make movies. Here. He just has to rent out his compound, right? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, as far as budget goes, like, it, it didn't feel like a cheap movie that didn't have any yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Like it, it definitely, for sure, it felt like uh, it it was a a well realized budget, and they weren't hurting for money apparently. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it, overall, like it, it was it was okay. I think that a little like tighten up the script and uh, some edits in the mm-hmm. in the editing bay yeah. would definitely help this movie a lot mm-hmm. more so than because like it it wasn't bad. I know a lot of people were they were annoyed buy it there's a lot of complaints oh. like I get reviews are like 3.9 this joint got a 3.9 like, <laughs> 3.9 dude you know here's the other thing too right um like again like i said i i like the story the story the story mm-hmm. wasn't bad the storytelling was pretty good some of the yeah, corny the acting parts was solid like everyone and was, the acting was solid. Roles, like, but you know we watch a lot of bang bang movies mm-hmm. right the gun yeah. scenes where no one was getting shot. You know, these are like special ops people. They're missing like, you know, the bullets are whizzing by people. It's just like they the only people who were shot. too many bullets. Exactly. And I'm just like, where are the extra clips? This guy has like a thousand round clip like in his like AR-50 or whatever it is, right? They, it's just like, Unlimited yeah. bullet clip. Like, yo, that's mm-hmm. not how that works. Yeah. There's only a couple shots in there. Whenever I'm uh, watching these sort of military style movies and they have like those mm-hmm. hockey puck bombs, those joints are kind of slick, aren't they? Just slide them on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but um, yeah, this, this, um, I think that uh, you, you're so right. Like they just needed to tighten up a little bit around the edges and this could have been okay. I think that it, it does look mm-hmm. like it's going to be a sequel, right? Yeah. I, if there is like, I'm I'm invested in the series because I you know I like Mel Gibson mm-hmm. <laughs> regardless of his past it's kind of mm-hmm. sketchy but like I like Mel Gibson he's a good actor yeah um he's a like the there's good things here like the the Black Ops team that Mel Gibson's running and they're doing all this shady stuff that's a good storyline you you could go tell more stories with that yeah you know like he's being with Congress people wherever he was no there's another CIA agent they had a stake after everybody got killed like that's crazy. But that's realistic, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. those guys don't—they don't miss a beat of sleep after they do whatever. So they get yeah. somebody in the Congo, and there's all right, going to my and, kids' piano recital, like <laughs> while everyone else around you is getting, uh, you know, blown up. You know, it was so easy for uh, the directors of this movie and the creators of this movie to um, mm. take elements from things that are already made. It has a little bit of Jason Bourne with the rogue ops and everything else, right? You know, and it also mm. has a little yeah. bit of, um, you know, what was the joint we saw with uh, Liam Neeson um, where he was just like psychotic or at least oh, like, losing his memory. Mind. It had, yes, it had a little bit of that in it as well, right? You know, just in terms mm. of, um, you know, just turning on people, right? Turning on your own people. Mm. Um, so they they have a lot they they have a lot of you know things to look at and things to research to actually put mm. a movie like this together. I just think that, like you said, 
they just needed to tighten this up. So I think that after this, now, now that this movie is out and I'm quite sure people are reading the comments and seeing people review this joint. I hope the the director and the writers yeah, read the comments. Right. Like if they they, they're that. making valid points. You're like the elements are good. Just tighten the story up a little bit more. It's don't have I'm, unlimited bullets in the clip. Like, like little basic things. I'm not mad at this, man. I think um I mean, and it also goes to show you, right? We just reviewed mm-hmm. The Time Travelers from 1964. This is a one hour and 29 minute movie, right? Mm-hmm. Fabulous mm-hmm. movie. Fun, hot, the whole nine. Now you take Agent mm-hmm. Game, an hour and 36 minutes. It was pretty good, but like you said, tighten up things around the edges, come out with I the sequel, that. and make it dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the stuff that's there, the acting was solid. Your dialogue was good for the most part. Like the interrogation stuff was interesting the way they were going about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, tell more about this thing. Like what's this group there? They retaliate. Like what are they going to do? Like there's, there's elements that you could tell in a future story. Like there's things that I'm interested in seeing, but it, it needs, they need like a polished from like a really good script rock doctor. Mm-hmm. Just, just give it a couple passes. Maybe give it take some things out. Give it to that. Yeah. <laughs> Take some things out, whatever. Like them shooting in the airplane, like, no, you're not going to do that. <laughs> you're all going to die if you do that. I mean. <laughs> That's so stupid. The guy was about to shoot the, the cockpit door. And then Are he was also insane? about to kill his person. Now, th- there was something else, like we were talking offline now. So mm-hmm. when all the stuff was going down in the warehouse and they were talking to this guy who was a part of this, like, terrorist group, at least they thought so, and his wife's name was Fatima. Um, mm-hmm. So... You know, uh, Vista shot the guy, killed him, and then the other guy got away. There's th- there's a disconnect right there because it's like, okay, he was at the warehouse at the black ops site, and now, but he was also the person in the beginning of the movie who was inside yeah. the building, right? And Terrible then he was at thing. the warehouse, and then he was on the plane. And so, like you said, this whole momento sort of like, you know, going back and forth. These guys aren't great samplers. Horrible. They're not great loopers. Yeah, yeah. They, it, they took away from the movie because the order was so out of whack. And they, yeah. there was no sense of time. Mm-hmm. You didn't get the feeling like, oh, when uh, Mel Gibson recruiting these guys, like, when was that? You feel like that was a long time ago. I felt like it was current in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't, like, the way they presented it was not good. But that's, again, that's from editing. That's not yeah. really the director's fault or the mm-hmm. actor's fault there's more everything was solid right mm-hmm. they basically page, a couple yeah, passes exactly they basically had the data from you know just mm-hmm. the movie being shot now you give it to the editors and say okay put it together let me ask you this here right and this is just mm-hmm. um you can guesstimate on this right um so this movie here was an hour and a half let's just say right mm-hmm. how long do you think it took to actually film like uh, shoot and complete this film. I- I'm not talking about editing, just like the filming of it. Yeah, yeah. I think a couple weeks because it was mm-hmm. put into certain spots. Like a lot of the movie was in the warehouse. Mm-hmm. A lot of movies on the airplane. So like, they, I don't think it, the outside stuff only took like a couple days to film, if, yeah. if that. Mm-hmm. And so like, you you could knock a lot of these things down in a couple weeks. I don't think it took yeah. that long to film it. Now let me ask. Maybe you the this. the action part of it with the stunts probably took longer. Yeah, because those uh the those actual stunts was pretty good, you know. Yeah, the movie part of it, I don't think it took just a couple weeks. It didn't shouldn't yeah. take that long, maybe mm-hmm. a month. 
Um, so how long do you now the film is shot, the film is given to the editor's room. How long do you think um, it took them to put together a um one and a half hour film to edit that up? Uh that's a same amount of time, like a couple of weeks to mm. to do the edit. Because you gotta do the sounds and you gotta do special effects. Right. So there's a bunch mm. of things you gotta get in there. Some people edit as a, during the time, but I'm not sure like how long it's gonna take it, but yeah. It could have done with an extra week or two of editing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the reason, why I'm asking, the reason why I'm asking is because <clears throat> you take these short films, you can put them together pretty quickly and, and done really mm -hmm. professionally and put out uh, a mm -hmm. lot more films, right? Because these films mm -hmm. are like one hour and 30 minutes long opposed to three hours long and with a budget of like $250 million, you know? Um, yeah, but you so, don't have to render any transformers or anything on the screen with you. Like everything, exactly. Pretty much, yeah, just basic squids for the guns, like a little bit of blood. It's like, like just basic, straightforward shooting. It's things. like editing your YouTube video. It's that easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like you you're not doing like a <laughs> dinosaurs. You got to render out like Avatar or whatever. Like is the this kind of stuff doesn't take that long to put together. It's more yeah. straightforward. Mm -hmm. I like Mel Gibson as um as an actor. I like his art. I mean, He's say great. what you want to about his like you know what <laughs> whatever. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm not worried about people's back life, right? Yeah, you know, it's just do like you know. Do you, I mean, man? Uh, sometimes you, you can actor. separate the artist from the art or the person from the 100%. art. Sometimes you can, but sometimes you cannot. And I don't mm. think a person like Mel Gibson, in my opinion, or a person like Tom Cruise. We can separate them because that's what they do. They're not out here like calling people MFers and stuff like that. They're just like being goofy yeah. and stuff like that, right? So it's just like yeah. once you see their art, it's like, yo, I like what they're doing. It's, I'm okay with that. You know, I don't have, you know, I don't follow him this, in terms of his politics or anything. Man. Exactly. You owe it to the movies. <laughs> he did six movies last year. Six movies last yeah. year, dude. 2022, mm -hmm. six movies, all short, hour and a half long. Um, so mm -hmm. there you have it. Um, you want to rate this? What are you going to rate Agent Game with Mel Gibson and Jason Isaac? I would, okay, if this had better editing, I would give it like an eight, a solid eight. Um, but with the editing and whatever it was, I'd say like a seven. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not a terrible movie. Like the it's acting not. is good. The mm -hmm. directing is pretty good. The action, action is pretty good. I, it's just like, it's a little bit of polishing up. It's, it's a quality movie right there. Yeah. You know, I'm also going to give it a seven and I agree with you if they just like, you know, tighten up the edges, you know, this, this thing could have been mm -hmm. an eight, like 8.5, you know, because there is Easily. nothing wrong with this movie, is it? I mean, other than some of the mm -hmm. pockets and the holes that they need to just clean up. Acting was good. Mm -hmm. You know, the money, whatever the budget was, it was spent. Um, there was still like bang bang scenes throughout the movie, but mm -hmm. like the nuts and bolts were like at the end, the last like 20, 30 minutes, right? Yeah, you save mm -hmm. money because you have to do a car chase. <laughs> exactly. A bunch of money goes into a car chase every exactly. time. <laughs> you know, insurance, all that stuff. But yeah, I'm also giving it a seven because, I mean, like I said, it wasn't mm -hmm. a bad movie. And there is a sequel. There has to be a sequel. You know, Mel Gibson is not going to be like, we have a problem and never do something else again. That's not going to, I mean, he made six movies last, <laughs> you know, he's on a roll now. He's like, yeah, yeah, I, I think he's movie. okay with doing another movie for these yeah, guys. I like, think it's completely okay. Unless so, there's a fight on the set, which I don't think there was. He, exactly. He so agent game, this is available on Showtime. We both saw it on Showtime. You saw it on Showtime, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so we both saw it on Showtime. It's unfortunate that IMDb gave it a 3.9, but this is a, a much better movie than what people are talking about <laughs> on IMDb, you know? I think so. People anyway. liked it. They just had complaints. You could yeah. tell reading the reviews. They had exactly. complaints. Exactly. Well, there you have it. Another episode of the Behind the Groove podcast. I am Basil Barrington. I am DJ Keel. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And until next time, peace. All right.